0: Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the finally talking about boobs edition. Oh, my God. Finally. (laughs) Finally. I know. It took uh, took 0.46 in betweenies before we got to boobs, and I'm sorry. (laughs) You should be. I will say we do talk about butts every
1: week. Yes. Or at least every other week at least so many butts but, but it is crazy but, but tangents but, but tangents just, things getting stuck in butts but i will say it is crazy that is two queer women we haven't brought up boobs no. yet
0: today's the day good for us though <laughs> we have restrained ourselves it's true and, and it's finally happening uh, In between, 046, Breast Implant Stops Bullet. Of course it does. And Dare Leads to Brain Parasite. I don't know what I'm more
1: <laughs> excited about. I, I was When you said Breast Implant Stops Bullet, I was like, I, whatever the second half of this is, is going to be pointless. And then you said <laughs> Dare Leads to Brain Parasite, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm... <laughs> what a show.
0: I'm in for the whole thing. <laughs> what a show. But yeah. Uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I'm with, in for the full ride, Marissa Riley. That's right. i <laughs> for the whole podcast. <laughs> uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the flock. Uh, Dr. Riley here comes in cold and, uh, <laughs> and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's so. true.
1: I did cheat a little bit about five seconds before we started recording. I saw the first uh, sentence of Jill's notes, which is, we're finally talking about boobs. <laughs> And I was like, I'm really pumped. pumped. <laughs> I just so heard pumped. her and I was like, I read it and I'm pumped. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, today we're going to talk about a literal pair of boobs and one figurative boob. Amazing. Yeah, so. Amazing. <laughs> uh, in American English, when you call someone a boob, you mean that person is kind of dense yeah. or uh, foolish. And that'll all be clear in the second half of the show. Amazing. But for now... You wanna talk about an actual pair of life-saving boobs? Nothing would
1: make me happier. Also, in my personal opinion, all boobs are life-saving all boobs.
0: Yeah, that's true. Put it on a tote. Put it on a tote. <laughs> Put it on right. a mug. That's right. Okay. So to begin, let's head on back several hundred lifetimes ago to 2018. Oh my God. Seriously. We're in the great city of Toronto, located in fabulous Canada. Oh la la. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Uh, For my fellow geographically challenged Americans, don't worry, I got you. Uh, Imagine the great state of New York. Okay. There's Lake Ontario to the northwest. Got it. And right there on the Canadian side of the lake is Toronto. Oh, there we are. That's right, our neighbor to the northwest. Hello. Hello. So, it's a beautiful day for a walkabout, and that's what a particular 30-year-old woman found herself doing, just walking down the street, minding her damn business, enjoying her day. Good for her. That's right. Until... She suddenly felt a sharp pain and an intense heat in the left side of her chest. Okay, well, first of all,
1: yeah. I I know you were asking my opinion. Um <laughs> <laughs> as a 30-year-old woman, yeah. I've noticed uh compared to compared to my 20s yeah i feel sharp pains all the time all the fucking time. sometimes in my boobs mm. sometimes in my feet yes sometimes in this weird place between my knee and my thigh mm. i don't know how to explain it
0: mm. uh
1: even though i'm a doctor <laughs> That's right. so yes but uh, something tells me this is different
0: yeah this is a little different um you know She just happened to look down at her body as you would look down at your knee at that weird pain just to make sure everything was all right. Wouldn't you know it, she saw she was bleeding, and after the shock wore off, it dawned on her. She had been shot by a stray bullet. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But don't worry, this lady is a badass. According to the report published back in April of 2020 in the journal Plastic Surgery Case Studies, she took her damn self to the emergency room. You're fucking kidding me. That's right. Good oh my god. I know. She's my hero. I, know. I love it. How did she get there? Didn't say, but she took her damn self, so maybe she drove, maybe she got on the bus. I don't know. <laughs> I have this image of her like pulling out
1: like something like a like a receipt. <laughs> And like dabbing the blood, and then you know starting her car, yeah. and then it's low on gas, so she went to the gas station, <laughs> She's still holding the receipt, and just like getting some gas, and then uh, eventually making it to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. Maybe being, picking
0: up some dry cleaning.
1: Yeah, yeah. fuck <laughs> you know she multitasked. She listened to a podcast on the way. She's listening to well, that's interesting or NPR or something. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I named our podcast in our podcast.
0: <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Because uh, it's the only one other than NPR. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. she was learning about goldfish. <laughs> massive goldfish. Seriously. Um, okay, so having been shot, uh, the department sent her to the trauma ward where she was examined. And Dr. Marissa, I would like to show you two pictures. And okay. yeah, One is a photo of the woman's bare chest, okay. and another is an x-ray of said chest. Oh, my God. Now, both will be on our social media stuffs, so please come on by and play along. Absolutely. Uh, now... Please note the chest photo includes some nudity and is a little graphic, so heads up on that. Uh, but Dr. Marissa, would you please give us your professional opinion? What do you see in the photo and in the x-ray that was taken? So All right. So here is the photo. Okay. Oh, no. I did blur out the nipples because Instagram's going to fucking take it down. So. <sighs> Screw Instagram. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, I'm... Okay, so I would say... um. So I'm looking at a woman's chest, and then right above where sort of her aerial is, like immediately above, yeah. is a hole, yeah. like a bloody hole that has been cleaned, and, and the dressing is right above it, but it's like a perfect circle. Yeah. And it's you can tell it's a little bit deep into the tissue, mm-hmm. and it's just crazy, like, where it it's just like right on her boob
0: yeah it's right on, right on her breast yeah. sorry i
1: feel like this is the time not the time to use the
0: word boob <laughs> but it's right on her breast and boob is acceptable ouch. yeah boob is an acceptable term here yeah yeah it's about the size of a quarter i would say yeah 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 it's, and it's above her left nipple uh yes. yeah so what we're looking at here just like we said is the bullet wound it entered just above her left nipple so please everyone Point to the area just above your left nipple. okay doing okay now yeah. <laughs> friendly <laughs> reminder, your heart is located in that general vic- vicinity. That's right. That's oh my right. God That's right, it's behind, it's behind and slightly left of the sternum, which is the long flat bone between your boobs, connecting the first six ribs on either side. So please take a moment to move your finger, uh-huh. or your hand whatever you're using if you're feeling your boob, and move it to that bone. And there's uh, not much of a distance between that left nipple and that sternum, is there? No, it's incredibly close. It's very, very close. So if you're concerned where that bullet ended up, that's understandable. But there's a twist to this story. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. uh-huh. Let's have a look at the x-ray. Yes. What do you say? Yes. Scrolling down, this is the x-ray. These are her breasts. And what do you see? Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> On oh the my opposite God. side.
1: Okay, okay. So we're looking at this x-ray. I can see, is that the bullet? That's the bullet. Okay, so on her left side, um, you can tell right in on, on top of the breast tissue. Well, this is the
0: left boob here, so it's oh. opposite. So the left boob is, this is her left, our right, and this is her right, our left. Oh, I see. No. Is this the bullet? That's the bullet.
1: Okay, so her right, no wait, her left, on one of the, <laughs> uh, on one of the, Close to one of the boobs, there is a bullet, but it's just barely inside of the tissue. And right before it gets any farther is what
0: looks like an implant. That's right. Yeah. Two two implants. implants. And right behind her left implant, you could see her heart. That's the, her heart right there. That is fucking crazy. But somehow the bullet ended up all the way on her right side. How does that work? <laughs> That's right. How does... How, what? Yeah. The .4 caliber bullet somehow ended up inside the right side of her chest, just underneath, and behind the right boob. Oh my God. In what doctors called the right lateral thoracic wall. Um... Now, I know what you're thinking. How did the trajectory of a bullet entering the left boob suddenly make a sharp right turn, thus completely missing her heart? I wish
1: you guys could see, like, how wide my mouth was open (laughs) when I finally, the wheels turned and I finally figured out that it traveled from boob to
0: boob. That's right. That's exactly right. Oh, my God. So how did it? completely miss her heart the answer is her silicone breast implants. amazing yeah now this wasn't the only x-ray made that day several radiographs revealed air pockets in both left and right implants which indicated damage um those the air pockets right uh, so they had to be removed okay. um now it was during this procedure that it became pretty damn clear what saved this woman's life and how Dr. Marissa, would you do the honor of reading from gizmodo.com? Absolutely.
1: All right. Quote Doctors removed both of her silicone breast implants and saw that the bullet had clearly traveled through the left side implant which deflected it over to the right implant with enough force that it flipped the right implant upside down (laughs) oh my god the bullet then traveled through the breast tissue before finally becoming embedded in her right chest. Because the lift implant was on top of the woman's heart and deeper within the chest cavity, it's likely that the deflection saved her life. End quote. What a journey. This bullet went on. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. But you know where it didn't end up? In her goddamn heart. You're fucking right. Fucking incredible. (laughs) We should all get implants.
0: (laughs) So... Uh, the report in that journal, Plastic Surgery Case Studies, also included a photo of the removed implants, and doctors kind of did a neat thing to help show the path the bullet took. Cool. And would you like to see that photo, Dr. Marissa? Absolutely. And of course, this photo, the x-ray, all photos will be on our Instagram, Well That's Interesting Pod, and Twitter, at WTI underscore pod. Absolutely. So, now again, here are the implants, and you could see... Well, what do you see? Okay,
1: well, I'm having a hard time figuring yeah. out what I'm looking at. I know I'm looking at two implants, and it looks like there is some – it's like a – it's been tampered with. I don't yeah. know how to explain it other than, like, it looks like a bullet has gone through yeah. um, this implant and mm-hmm. the other implant. Exactly,
0: yeah. yeah. So the one on our left is her right implant, and the one on – this side is the left implant. And basically the surgeons placed a wire through the implant so you could see the oh. path it took through, through the left one and into the right boob. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Now I see it. Okay, yeah. amazing. There's definitely an entry wound into the right boob as well. i'm sorry, implant. Please take a look on our Instagram or Twitter to take a look at this photo. It's super interesting. It's crazy. Yeah. So at the end of the day, a day I'm sure this woman was not expecting. Uh the only physical damage she suffered was one fractured rib and the removal of these implants.
1: That's not bad. Not at all. You guys, that is not bad at all for (laughs) being
0: shot. That's right. Oh my God. So plastic surgeon Giancarlo McAvenue told Gizmodo via email that post-op, she was placed on antibiotics and was told to wait at least six months before obtaining new implants. And I'm assuming this is for recovery time. Of course. Yeah. Now, I also know what you're thinking. Has this ever happened before? Has anyone else's life been saved thanks to their boob job? Well, my friends, great minds think alike. And it turns out the authors of this report also wondered and they looked into it for us. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So, after combing through years of American medical literature, Four other instances of patients being shot through their implants were found.
1: That's kind of a lot. That's more than I thought. I thought it was going to be like two people. Oh,
0: interesting. Okay. But it's double. It occurred in 94, 2007, 2014, and 2017. And the authors actually thought this was kind of low, this number, which is kind (laughs) of... Canada was throwing some shade. Uh, oh. No, let me, let me read this. Um, quote, based on our review of the literature, there are a surprisingly few number of cases of breast implant rupture due to firearms. Given the high number of women with implants and the relatively high number of gun violence in the United States, the authors believe there would be more than the four previously published cases found. Ouch. So that's, <laughs> yeah. They threw some fucking shade there. Ouch. Um Yeah, so the study uh, is called Life-Saving Silicone Breast Implant After Firearm Injury. Uh, it's free online. Give it a read. It's a good one. Okay, anyway. Four previous cases, right? And get this. Two of those cases were life-threatening situations, and the implants likely played a role in saving the patient by slowing the bullet. That is so cool. Also, yeah.
1: I didn't realize silicone was so... Um strong Yeah, I just assumed it was kind of liquidy and like like a balloon full yeah. of pudding or something <laughs> um and that's easily
0: rupturable yeah. but I guess it's it kind of tough it's kind of tough I mean it's uh yeah it, it's, it's really surprising that's um crazy. So, yeah, if it seems like boob jobs help increase your chance of survival when shot in the chest, that may actually be true. Amazing. And um, don't take my word for it or those two random instances that saved those people's lives. There there was actually a peer-reviewed and published study on this hypothesis. Shut up. Yeah. Dr. Marissa, would you please uh, read the results of this study? Uh, A study called... Ballistics Examination of Firearm Injuries Involving Breast Implants. Amazing title. (laughs) That's reported by discovermagazine.com. Absolutely.
1: All right, quote,
0: in this study, forensic
1: scientists shot bullets through saline breast implants into ballistics gel, which is a material that mimics human flesh. They found that the implants significantly slowed down the bullets, reducing their penetration into tissue. Shots that pass through an implant had a 20.6% decreased penetration distance when compared to shots that did not pass through an implant. This difference was statistically significant. 31.9 centimeters versus 40.2 centimeters. End quote. Those are some fucking big differences. That is is crazy. Yeah, that's
0: like nine centimeters. That is fucking crazy. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. We should all... Get implants? Question mark? (laughs) I don't know. I'm not being shot in the chest a lot these days, but you know, it's nine centimeters. Yeah, when it comes to your heart, veins, your arteries, that's easily the difference between life and death right there.
1: This is like some type of luck or something. (laughs) Like it's like when someone is like shot, but they were holding like a their favorite book or something, so it kept I don't know. It's it's like one of those like freak situations where you're like you yeah, know, man. I thought I was regretting it, but... <laughs>
0: what a fucking story. Jesus. <laughs> oh. Ah, After the break, a tourist eats a slug on a dare, and some really bad shit happens. So, uh... Amazing. Stay Amazing. tuned. Please do. <laughs> And we're back. We are so back. We're so back, and we're kicking back in the painfully gorgeous state of Hawaii. Oh, thank God. Oh, Jesus, Lord. It's so good. <laughs> so, that's right. We're totally fine, relaxing, and we're surrounded by people who wouldn't dare you into eating a random wild slug you find on the side of the road cool yeah. question mark <laughs> uh that wasn't something i was worrying about but yeah. i am now yeah unfortunately for one visitor staying on the eastern side of the main island okay. uh, their friends maybe even family double dog dared them enough to chow down on something they've never seen before a type of wild gastropod no no thanks no. Uh, i'm gonna pass <laughs> on that dare um also, gastropod. What a word. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So now I don't have much details on the patient. I don't know the species of slug they ate, but we do know the following, thanks to a memo released by the Hawaiian Department of Health. Okay. Okay. Over the Christmas break in 2018, they were gifted with a diagnosis of angiostrongulus cantonesis, or, you guessed it, rat lungworm disease. N- no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No! That's right. Oh, no. This person became the incidental host to a parasitic worm that was supposed to end up in a rat because that would be their primary host. Now, if you're a frequent listener of Well, That's Interesting, you know this is certainly not the first time we're talking about humans becoming accidental hosts by consuming something or walking into something. Dude, no, it happens every fucking day in the <laughs>
1: craziest fucking ways. You know, some of these things have to pass through like four different animals yeah. before they are adults. It is wild. Yes. Um, so this isn't surprising, but it is incredibly disgusting, especially hearing <laughs> something, just the phrase rat lung disease. I feel like that's an insult I'm going to use in the future.
0: Yeah, put that in your pocket, everyone. Yeah. yeah so. No offense to rats. Yeah, they're great. Uh, so like I said, this is not the first time we've been talking about Parasites, uh, in episode 025, we told the story of a woman who chose to go jogging and ran through a cloud of flies. Do you remember that? Oh, I couldn't forget. Yeah, one, <laughs> of, the, one of those flies had enough time to lay some eggs in her eyes. Uh, that was an accident, I assure you. The fly thought she was its usual host, which was a horse or something bovine. It happens. It happens. Uh, in e 020, we talked about infections from eating wild pigs. Oops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. e 007, way back was a countdown of intestinal parasites, and this is not even a full list of recordings. Please take some time today and scroll through our glorious back catalog to learn about the intricate dance between a worm and its animal host. We should start having like a, like you know how
1: normal people have like throwback Thursday? We should have like way back parasite Wednesday, like (laughs) and just repost an old like parasite. We should quote that's or something idea. like that
0: yeah let's just re-traumatize everyone i like that
1: yeah like you were having a good wednesday fuck you <laughs> fuck you here's an eye parasite to think about so now every time your eyes are itchy you're gonna think about bugs that's
0: right parasite. eggs yeah. sorry <laughs> eggs uh, we love you guys we love um you. <laughs> So, unfortunately, every now and then, a human steps in in between this dance and fucks up that dance, interrupting the life cycle. So, like in this case with the slug in Hawaii. Now, Dr. Marissa, would you please be so kind and tell us the usual life cycle of the rat lungworm as described by the CDC? Nothing would make me happier.
1: Also, I'm kind of obsessed with these life cycles, so I'm curious (laughs) about this one. All right, quote, the adult form of the parasite is found only in rodents. Infected rats pass larvae of the parasite in their feces. Snails and slugs get infected by ingesting the larvae. Uh, The larvae mature uh, in snails and slugs, but do not become adult worms. The life cycle is completed when rats eat infected snails or slugs. Inside the rat, the larvae further mature to become adult worms. End quote. Okay, so let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. So the larvae, am I pronouncing larvae? Mm-hmm. Larvae? You got larvae? It. Uh, they pass through rats and then mm-hmm. end up in their feces. Exactly. And snails uh, get infected by eating. The poop. The poop. And, the, and, the, yep, you got and it. then the rats eat those snails and slugs. You got it. And then it goes...
0: Yeah, ends up, into there. Yeah, into the rat, and uh, that's where the uh, they become adults. They lay eggs, and then the rats poop out the eggs, and it happens
1: all over again. Right. Okay, so rat to slug to rat. Exactly. Rat to rat poop to slug to rat to rat. <laughs> Put, it <on> <sighs> Put it on a tote.
0: Put it on a tote. Put it on a mug. It's going to be <laughs> a big tote. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So we're. I'm actually going to provide a colorful flowchart of the process. Oh, I really like that. I'm so.
1: That's really going to help me.
0: <laughs> It'll be on our social media stuff. So please, again, follow along for all of this great content. <laughs> um. Now you probably want to know what happens when they end up in humans. Of course. That's why you're here. So good news, because you're not a rat. Most of the time, these immature worms can't become adults and have sex in your body. So you're basically a dead end for them, which oh, is great.
1: Thank God. Good. <laughs>
0: they can't have sex in your body. <laughs> thank
1: God these things can't have <laughs> sex in my body. That's right. I n- <laughs> a sentence I never thought I would say. <laughs>
0: uh, so knowing they're going to die, they would do what any one of us would do in that situation travel and cause havoc along the way. Of course! That's right. They (laughs) chime. Sorry. (laughs) That's right. They travel around your body looking for a spot to settle in. And what's Mm. a more exciting place to visit than the human brain? A personal fave. Mm -hmm. Yes, my friends, on occasion, they end up here. Now, these worms are itty-bitty, so it takes a while before they reach your head. Anywhere from one to six weeks. Okay. Once there, they prefer the meninges, or the membrane that surrounds the brain, and spinal cord. And if meninges doesn't sound, or it does sound familiar, uh, you probably know it from when it's uh, infected. It's called meningitis. Ah, it did sound familiar. There you go. Got it. Okay. Okay. So Dr. Marissa, would you please step in and tell us what symptoms people with rat lungworm display. Absolutely. All right, according to the CDC, quote, people show symptoms
1: of bacterial meningitis such as nausea, vomiting, neck stiffness, and headaches that are often global and severe. Additionally, uh, abnormal sensations of the arms and legs can occur. Sometimes the eyes can be affected. When patients are tested for bacterial meningitis by taking, uh, uh, when patients are tested for bacterial meningitis by taking a sample of the fluid that surrounds their brain the fluid does not show high levels of the cells that help fight off bacterial infections as one might suspect instead another type of cell called uh, eosinophils is found Nailed according it. thank you <laughs> according to the lat, <laughs> to the, lat, to, the rat, to the rat lungworm wiki quote Although initial invasion through the lining of the brain may cause a classic meningitis picture of headache, stiff neck, and fever, the parasite can invade deeper into the brain tissue, causing specific neurological symptoms, depending on where in the brain they migrate. Symptoms wax and wane as initial damage is done by the physical migration of the worms, and secondary damage is done by the inflammatory response to the presence of dead and dying worms. Gross. This inflammation can lead in the short term uh to paralysis, bladder dysfunction, visual disturbance and coma and in the long term to permanent nerve damage and quote what a Ooh. fucking clusterfuck. Yep.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a lot of shit. That's a lot of shit. Thank you for reading. No uh, problem. <laughs> that was it was long and uncomfortable Ooh. so Thank you. That was a lot of information. Yeah. that's a, These little things, can, these little fuckers can <laughs> do a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> they are little shits. Uh, and you're probably wondering what the treatment is. Yes, uh, so- please. Get them out. Good news, uh, there isn't any. Oh no, (laughs) damn it. I swear to God, this is because most infections spontaneously just stop as worms die and your body rids of them. Okay. Really, the only thing doctors do is just treat the headaches, nausea, and other symptoms. Because that makes me feel so much better. Yeah. For example, sometimes headaches can be medicated, but in intense situations, quote, removing the cerebrospinal fluid at regular three to seven day intervals is the only proven method of significantly reducing intracranial pressure and can be used for treatment of headaches, end quote. That and is
1: so horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So to solve this problem, you're going to take juices from my brain yeah. to make me more comfortable. You got it. That makes me so uncomfortable.
0: Put it on a tea. Put it on a tee. damn. Oh, okay. Tell me more. Uh, so really, it all comes down to chance. And for our visitor who ate the infected slug, that person lucked the fuck out and didn't need to be hospitalized. Are you fucking kidding? Mm-hmm. Amazing. However, one person in twenty nineteen, also in Hawaii, ate raw veggies straight out of the ground. Okay, and had to be hospitalized. Fuck. Yeah. They may have consumed the eggs themselves or parts of infected snails and slugs. Oh my God. You don't even have to eat a whole slug. They were just trying to do the right thing and grow their own beets, Yeah, probably.
1: Uh They'd probably just become vegan Uh or something like that. And they were living in Hawaii. They did everything right. (laughs) They did everything right. And they got these fucking slug things. Oh
0: God. (laughs) It's okay. I feel so bad for them. Yeah. So now we keep bringing up Hawaii, and yes, most cases of infection are diagnosed in the Pacific Basin. But this may change because there's one state that refuses to be outdone by any other state. I'm talking about the state that's right in the middle of the Venn diagram of tragic and embarrassing, the state of Florida. Good times. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. A study recently published in One. P-L-O-S-1, revealed Florida as the state where rat lungworm is spreading incredibly fast. Ugh, of course it is. Yeah. Florida. <laughs> so 18 random counties were selected and 171 random rats were caught. Okay. 23% of those rats were carrying the parasite.
1: Y'all, that's a big number. Uh-huh. That is a big percentage. Florida. Yeah. If you're in Florida, write to us, um... Just, just letting us know if you're okay, please. <laughs> so we care about
0: you. Also, congratulations, Florida, and everyone. Please, don't eat slugs off the road, and wash your veggies. Do it. Do it. The end. The end. Yay! Amazing. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, rating, subscribing, telling your friends about the slugs, and uh, about the boobs. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget to write into us
1: too yeah. about things you think are interesting, times where your boobs saved your lives, or times <laughs> where you ate something that really messed up your year. You there know, you go. I would love to hear about it. Definitely want to hear that. Yeah. And please stay interesting. Please do.